Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Let's see. We got eight games in a span of 13 days, four games on the road, uh, 10 editions of Oilers now, which Brendan's going to be split squad hosting half of them with me. Uh, we're busy. Lots of travel. Let's get after it. Morning skates every day. This is Oilers now. It's currently 534 in Edmonton. If you don't love it, man, get out of it. That's what I say. I mean, it's, it's a privilege to do it. And we want to mention to you that uh, Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. You can follow the sizzle to 99 90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Eltoff and Brendan that Oilers now sent you an event there on Tuesday night. It was awesome. Done to a bunch of different people. And uh, man, oh man, highly entertaining time. Roos Chris is open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until 10. Uh, 5 p.m. until close. We head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline for... Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at the Century Casino. The Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino 130th. 31st Avenue and Fort Road. All right, I butchered that liner. I'll have to do a make good at some point here. Uh, we are pleased to be uh, joined on the line. He's, I believe, is in Calgary because I think I'm going to see him tomorrow from NHL Hockey and Rogers, uh, their lead host, Ron McLean. Hello, Ron. How you doing? We're going to come in force. Uh, Elliot Friedman's flying out tomorrow, Bob, so he and I will go over to the game. I'm not sure if Kelly's doing the game tomorrow night, but uh, there'll be a lot of hockey night to come and uh, spread our charm over to your booth. Okay, well, you know what? If you guys want to just hop in and do a little bit of color, I'm sure. We'll be ready. Yeah, I don't know about color. (laughs) You don't don't need me trying to analyze, although I I agree with Brennan that McDavid's goal last night, I don't care what they decide to do, defense, offense, Watching that goal was enough for for a so night. That, that's all you need to know. Our listeners need to know that. So Ron's sitting there, and he was not on hold at the time, but he's listening to the show in the previous segment, referencing uh, something that Brendan said. That's awesome. Uh, so you're making the rounds. Is that what you guys are kind of doing, going to all the different uh, Canadian uh, markets to start? The in season? my case, uh, we're doing a, an Okotoks roast, and it's oh. for the Western Canada scouts, right? Yes. So Lauren Davis, as an example, is gone now, but the great uh, Edmonton Oilers. Scout, uh, we want to put them in Halls of Fame uh, here in Okotoks uh, to recognize them. And we'll also create a, a bit of a bursary so that if scouts, after they've retired and aren't covered by maybe the uh, team that they were with, if they run into medical issues or something, we're just going to create a really nice uh, organization dedicated to the scouts of Western Canada. I, I used to come down here to Calgary, Bob, in the old days covering the Red Deer Rustlers and Lou Jankowski. I could count on Lou every time I was in Calgary to be an intermission interview and kind of give me the lay of the land in southern Alberta. 
and Sheldon Ferguson and John Chapman in the Red Deer area were really good for me. Garth Malarchuk's also good in Calgary. I'm trying to think on the, when I would go into Fort Saskatchewan, St. Albert, I would certainly get Doug Messier yeah. uh, to join me at Aikensdale and, uh, uh Tyson Jost's uh, grandfather, uh, Jim, would be my guest in uh, Fort Saskatchewan. So it was really neat that these are the folks that are the backbone of the game, but we're going to make them uh, Hall of Famers in Okotoks Saturday night. Well, John Ch- John Chapman, he was old school. Like those teams that he had with the Lethbridge Broncos, they were tough as nails back in the day in the old WHL. Uh, and you mentioned Ferguson. He was like the head pro scout for Carolina for years, and they drafted a lot of first-rounders out of the Western Hockey League during his tenure in that role. Um, and, and away you go. Uh, as for Doug Messier, he, he used the line, Actually, I, I got to be uh, honest with you. When we do the fly up and back in the same day for preseason games, I wear the number three black suit. So I've only got two colors, Ron, that I can wear on the camera. I can only wear dark navy blue, and I can just like I wore the navy blue suit down when we were in Red Deer together. Dark navy blue or black. Those are the only two colors that are you know uh, don't make me look fatter than I already am. So uh, no, I, it's not that. It's that you are a true celebrity. Who Gretzky would always teach this to the young guys, and yeah. uh, it's been around forever to wear a dark suit because the ink gets all over the one that you've oh, chosen to take okay. on the road with you, and that's not good. So when you're signing autographs, Bob, you don't have to worry about the blue and the black will be camouflaged by your suit. Hey, on to the uh, whole idea of uh, cutting down on goals. Yeah. As you posed the question, would you be happy to watch our Oilers if they finished you know, high up in uh, goals against, but they lost a few of the goals for? And here's what I was thinking about. Washington with Ovechkin. When they won their cup, they were 15th in the NHL in goals against that year and only 9th in goals for. So they weren't great on goals for, which surprised me. Uh, Pittsburgh, the year before that, so 2017, they were number one in the NHL in offense but they were only 17th in goals against and they won the cup. And the next year, uh, they improved a bit goals against, or sorry, going backwards, uh, 2016, they were sixth in goals against. That's good. But yeah, so there's a, there's a couple of teams, Crosby and Malkin in their heyday were kind of tantamount to Dreisaitl and Connor and Washington with Ovechkin. Uh, that, that was an offensive team that, came in only at ninth in goals four. So they must have done a little something uh, to focus on D, but they weren't great defensively, and neither was Pittsburgh when they won in 2017. Whereas Chicago, L.A., you can go, they were number one in goals against those years. Ron, as you know, last year, Boston was just off the charts. Their goal differential was plus 127. Edmonton finished with the second-best goal differential in the league. 69th, but they made a lot of their hay in the final. You, you know, they went 18, 2, and 1 right. with Matias at home. at home in the lineup. They had the best record in the NHL after they acquired him. And frankly, they had an easier schedule. Like, I, you know, I took a lot of heat the day after Edmonton lost in Los Angeles. They dropped to 21, 18, and 3. And I'd stated at the start of the year, I said Edmonton would win 47 to 52 wins. I came on the air the next day and I said, I'm not wavering. They are going to finish with 47 to 52 wins. And I got the usual star for get your cheerleaders off or worse, you know, guys are very creative with their usage of words today. Mm-hmm. And uh, But they had an easy schedule, and that's why, you know, I think when you get into the final eight, you're playing against really good teams, and I think that's why there's a little bit of an impetus here. Like, they had leads in all six games at the end of the day, Ron, against yeah. against. Yeah, and, and 
You know, when when you think about Boston, you, you always sort of say to yourself, well, they had that Bergeron and they had, uh, you know, Krejci and they had that great forward core. But but the truth of the matter is they had Chara first and then they had McAvoy. They had a really, you know, yeah. and you can add Hampus Lindholm and you can add Brandon Carlo and even Grizzlick. Uh, you know, they had a core forward defensively uh, that was outstanding. Now, Vegas also had that. And then they got that great performance from White Cloud and Haig. Uh, so they rounded out their D. And, you know, there's two ways you can do it. You can do it with three great units or you have that stud. McAvoy is Hedman, he's Chara, he's Pronger, he's Duncan Keith, he's Scott Niedermeyer, he's Nicholas Lidstrom. He, he's that good and he's the reason when you think to yourself, oh God, Boston's going to fall off the cliff Last year we thought that, and they got 65 wins. And this year you got to watch, you know, because they have the defense to stay in every game. Do you have a surprise, a team that you think is going to take a big step forward this year, Ron? Uh, well, I would say New Jersey. You know, when you were musing uh, about the top six forwards, Oilers have them. Um, but you can look at, and even Ottawa is a team. Uh, first, New Jersey, Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer and Timo Meyer. You know, he came over late and was banged up in the playoff. But Toffoli there now and Dawson Mercer, and they're close to having a, a superstar star top six uh i still look at ottawa and think you know stutzla and brady kachuk and norris he's healthy at batherson and now tarasenko Giroux. that's a very formidable and and they're getting great so far great uh, efforts out of sanderson and shabbat uh, their blue line looks good so that's a team i would think could jump uh, markedly and i think we're all um, it's not a secret but the devils are are poised to be uh, among yeah. the elite Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I would suggest to you uh, that, and I know you look, you're as plugged in as anybody, but the people I talk to around the league, when they look at organizations that are well run, top to bottom, business and hockey ops, New Jersey gets a lot of kudos out there for people in the business. I think that's a well-run franchise. Yeah, I would not be at all surprised. And you, you know, you've got to consider uh, Florida coming back this year. They've got a, they've got an excellent. Uh, you know, injuries is everything. Ekblad got hurt. Kachuk got hurt. Bang, you're dead. Uh, the year that uh, Kevin Vieques' Canucks went to the, you know, as President's Trophy winners in 2011 against the Bruins, they were number one in everything, like everything, power play, goals against, goals for. Uh, but unfortunately, Dan Hamuse. Uh, one of the shutdown pairing with Kevin Bieksa got hurt. And it just, you know, it's such an obstacle when you lose a, a great defenseman. So that'll be, and you've already said it time immemorial here, let's just get to the season healthy. And what yeah, you're really yeah. saying is let's just get to mid-April healthy. Because if they can have Ekholm and Nurse, uh, you know, and obviously that Bouchard passed last night, not only did Ekholm, uh, you know, make a huge difference when he came over, but obviously Bouchard got an elevated role uh, when they lost Tyson Berry. And, and he's looking like he's, uh, so their defense is starting to build to what, because I know, I think I said to you, Brent Gilchrist said, 
we could have won without Iserman. We could have won without Shanahan, Federoff, but we would not have won without Nick Lidstrom. So you need that great performance back there. Ken Holland will say, the guy mastered the five-foot pass. Like, anytime I see puck skills, like, the Oilers right. have Dayernay. And, and I like Vincent. He's uh, they, His nickname Seaweed. Uh, mm-hmm. Long, rangy, six-foot-seven guy. He went plus 15 in 36 games. The Oilers had a great record when he was in the lineup. The only thing that concerns me a bit is when he's under duress against the good teams, what are the puck skills? Because that reveals yeah. a bit to me, right? And that's... Happened last night and Skinner bailed him. Yeah. And that's, a, you know, that'll be a big thing. Uh, uh, that's another... I don't. There's no metric for this, but I would love to know which goalies are the best at bailing out the guy who coughs up the puck. When, yeah. For me, for me, just uh, to the eye test, it was Dominic Hasek. No matter who screwed up, Hasek would make the save on that blatant, you know, breakaway or in tight opportunity. But it would be great to know. You know, we always talk about shootout goalies or uh, overtime goalies. For me, that that guy that uh, seems to have uh, an extra gear when one of his teammates messes. Uh, that's that's a gold. We're joined by Ron McLean from NHL Hockey on Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to uh, Century Casino, 131st Avenue and Fort Road. It's interesting. You're, you're at this event in Okotoks, and they're you know they're talking scouts. And you mentioned Lauren Davis, and uh, he was involved in uh, one of his last picks was Jordan Everly, a 22nd right? neighbor. Yeah, he lived five doors down. The, the Davises and the uh, Everleys were neighbors in Regina. So yeah, he and and he was uh, he was the guy guy for Kelly Buckberger, you know, to get him at whatever it was, 188th or something yeah. way down. You know, that was Lauren Davis. He was the guy that pushed for Ryan Smith. Um, and and the funny, you know, I think about Ryan a lot because Kevin Lowe's older brother, Kenny, the you know trainer, he saved Ryan for the 2002 Olympics when Ryan got hurt in November and he broke his ankle. And Kenny said to him right away, I'll get you ready for Salt Lake. Don't you worry. But the guy that had pushed for Ryan wasn't Kevin Lowe or Wayne Gretzky. It was Lanny McDonald who had had him at the Worlds. And and that's a you know a version of scouting and and it's so important to have uh, you know Edmonton's history. I don't have to tell you is uh, three Hall of Famers in the first <laughs> draft. Yeah. It was kind of you know unbelievable what happened uh, for Edmonton with Barry Fraser and and in my case down in Calgary, the thing that was so interesting about the Flames and, and the Oilers had this too. I was telling a group today that I was speaking to when I broke in, Bob, in 1984. The interviews seemed to all go really well. Well, one of the reasons they went well is I was covering the Flames, and the Flames had Eddie Beers from University of Denver, Kerry Wilson, Dartmouth, Colin Patterson, Clarkson, Mike Eves, Wisconsin, Jamie McCowan, Ohio State, Steve Bozak, Northern Michigan, Gino Cavallini, Bowling Green, Joel Otto, Bemidji State, Neil Sheehy, Harvard, Perry Berezan, North Dakota, Charlie Bourgeois, University of Moncton. Like Every guy was a college graduate, and and so they were – I just had to say something and they would figure out an answer and give me a, a, a lovely interview. And the orders were, they were ahead of that curve too. Glenn Anderson was Denver. Pat Hughes was Michigan. Randy Gregg, U of A famously. Don Jackson, Notre Dame and New Hampshire for Dave Lumley. Uh, Gord Sherman was a university guy. So the, the Battle of Alberta back then, whereas in Toronto, when I went down to Maple Leaf Gardens in 84, my rookie year, the Leafs had one guy that had gone to college. And I'm not saying, you know, you, you, your most brilliant guys like Kevin Lowe and all the great orders don't necessarily have to have gone to university, but it doesn't hurt. Uh, Toronto had Jim Corn from Providence, and that was it. You know, so they were much more of the, what I would consider uh, kind of our Canadian shy junior produced player. Uh, they, they weren't as uh, outgoing as I think the collegiate. Well, you just, what, I, what I've done, I've had this conversation with Jack Michaels over the years. The, the bottom line is, like, I interviewed Derek Ryan. 
He's a 36-year-old man that didn't make it to the NHL. He's, he didn't think he was going to play hockey. He thought he was going to be a pharmacist, you know? So they're just the guys that take the college route. They're in the league at, a, at an older age, and they, they get to the league when they're more mature men. And, and they're in the gym a lot more than they're on the ice, which is a, which only means that they might be talking uh, a little more. Like you talk on the ice, but you and on the bench, but yeah. not the same way as in uh, in those settings. It was a fascinating thing Craig McTavish said to you the other day about when he was back on the bench in St. Louis and he'd get on the bus and everybody's in their phone or they're on their you know they've got their headphones on and nobody so there's no energy on buses or planes oh, anymore because yeah. everybody's uh, you know kind of gone quiet and that's why maybe Vegas had uh, a little bit of magic in the 15 Canadians who would have had something in common to talk about I don't know well they um, they showed what they're about last night Ron I mean Aiden Hodson Brad Holland yes. reached out to me 2 years ago in Hayden Hodson Jason Smith was the assistant coach he basically chose to work with Ian uh, LaPerriere with with Philadelphia in Lehigh Valley, he he could have gone with Chris Knobloch into Hartford, and Jason Smith had him. And I called Jason, said, "What's going on with Hodson?" Because Connor was with Hodson in Erie. There he had raw skill, and he had a he double-digit goals, double-digit fights. And but there's a gentleman's agreement, as you know, in the American League, where you don't sign other guys that are in AHL. Like the Oilers had Dayarnay and Hamlin, and those guys were sort of off limits for teams to poach on NHL deals. Because and I'm like. Well, wait a sec here. Hod- Hodgson's a unicorn. Well, last night he drilled Mark Stone, and what happened? The whole yes. Vegas team jumped him on the ice. That's a team. Like I, it's a, I know we're not supposed to like that stuff, but I want my team standing up for each other, and Vegas does that. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody was saying, and you tell me what you think about this, because I know there wasn't a great reaction to the Petrangelo slash. Uh, you know, it kind of ha- all happened, and he's he's out. He's off the ice, and he's suspended for a game, so there wasn't a ton. Although Darnell did fight later, you know, kind of, I think, with that in mind. Um, but, but someone said to me that uh, they thought that Edmonton might have been going at Petrangelo a little too much and you know one of those guys you don't want to wake up or get involved what do you think about that we'll see what happens this year the orders are not built like losing Costin that that was a big loss for the team like he because basically he could take on most of the biggest guys on the other team and was a surprisingly adept fighter frankly I, I I mean I had a little bit of knowledge I'm sure you're aware they could have done the trade before they put Samarukov and Costin on waivers the two teams they elected to get him through so they could both get him down and then make the deal after and and I, and I didn't think they should trade a defenseman for a forward I'm like you need you, you don't want to be Buffalo back in 06 Ron and run out right. a D you know because that's yes. otherwise they would have been playing the orders in the final well they they that was the year of all the power plays you know that they jumped from 12,000 the year before to 18,000 power place yeah. after they came out of the Shanahan summit with the new crackdown on obstruction in Buffalo. Most of the injuries are blocking shots. They, they yeah. led the NHL in yeah. shots blocked. And, and that was a, that was unfortunately a byproduct of all that shot blocking is that they had their D men on the shelf. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, in Edmonton, you know, for sure when they were in their heyday, you, you were terrified of Edmonton. Um, and maybe, I don't know if it's, this is another question for you, but there was a theory that they tried to replace the Dave Hunters and not so much Semenko and uh, McSorley, but they, they tried to find, you know, that that extra 7th, 8th, ninth forward. They wanted them to be tough as opposed to skilled.
skill, and that might have got them off track at some point. I don't know. But. Well, I know, and I think Pete Shirelli built B two heavy of a team back in seventeen eighteen. Like, you know, right. they they went to the second round in sixteen seventeen, and they, you know, they first they moved Hall out in sixteen for Lars, and then they turned around and traded Everly in seventeen, and they basically gave Strom away, and they he took skill away from the team, and it undermined the yeah. success of the team. It is an interesting one. I think you still need, like, at the end of the day, I still think you need. Maybe it's because I'm Western Canadian. I still think you need a little bit of that in your lineup. I really do. Oh, there's no doubt. I think Toronto's trying to get it with Ryan Reeves and Max Domi. They've added that spit up front. So, yeah, I, I do agree with you 100%. And I think Montreal, when they, and back to defense, you know, Shea Weber, there's another guy you could lump into that uh, absolutely controls a hockey game. And with Ben Sherratt, uh, Corey Perry, I mean, you weren't going to mess with Nick Suzuki uh, with those guys around. So I, I agree wholeheartedly. Ron, love. Hey, have a great time at the uh, in Okotoks, and I look forward to seeing you and Elliot uh, at the game tomorrow night. You got her, Bob. Thank you. You bet. That is Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino. Every day is a game day at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino, 131st Avenue and Fort Road. I'm going to bring Brendan Escott in here for 20 seconds. So that's the uh, second interview in a row where he's referenced two separate pieces that appeared on this show prior to today. He was listening to Craig McTavish on the show the other day. That's that's pretty cool, i got to tell you. <laughs> it's flattering. Uh, the, the man does his research. Yes. It kind of makes you think there's nothing he's not plugged into. It's it's awesome. He's been a great addition. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this. Are they going to miss Costin? Yes. Texas on the Ashley Fine Floor. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about it. Like, for me, I wonder whether or not you might have to circle back and look at grabbing a player like that at some point. No, I, absolutely. I think, and I don't know if that's like a Zach McEwen type of player. He just signed in Ottawa, but uh, there's the guy you want on your fourth line if I'm the coach. Michael Rupp putting out today that he there's no way he lets Hodson go down if I, he's the LA Kings. And again, I mean, the orders were in on this guy two years ago. And just there was a gentleman's agreement with AHL players on AHL deals that don't have NHL deals. You leave those guys alone and give the first right of refusal to the NHL team to sign them. We'll get to some text when we return. It's 553 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. I'm going to see some folks tonight for an Oilers Now road event that's going to take place in Nashville. Our next exclusive road trip with New West Travel will be to Montreal to watch the Oilers play the Canadians on a Saturday night. This package includes airfare, three nights deluxe hotel in downtown Montreal, private suite tickets with food and drinks, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests experience the incredible hockey history in Montreal this January to be a part of this awesome Montreal road trip. Reach out to New West Travel today or online at newwesttravel.com. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Bob, absolutely. Jay says, absolutely, the orders are going to miss Clean Costin. Tough, skilled, and great attitude. I think the su- thing that surprised me the most, Brendan, was how tough he was. I knew he could shoot the puck a little bit. I didn't expect, like, like he could fight. And then you, you, he sort of he came on and, and uh, he put us on notice a little bit. And then you went back and looked at the catalog of his AHL tilts and thought, okay, this guy can actually get it done. So I imagine that there's a few guys out there that maybe aren't on the surface yet that could end up making an impact. And, you know, like this isn't a, for a guy like Fogel. Let's cut to the chase. We're just going to simplify for you. He's a $2.75 million cap it. If he's not having a good year, he's probably the guy that ends up getting moved with a pick to address something at some point in the 
you know, bottom six forwards because he's not going to play. Now, that said, he might end up being a guy that scores 17, 18 goals this year, too. You don't know. He had a good playoff series against the Vegas Golden Knights. Fogle, McLeod, and Derek Ryan were pretty good. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, Vincent DeHarnay needs to work on fighting. He needs a visit from George LaRock. It's funny you mention that. You know why? George offered to work with him. Um, I would do what is ever necessary to find a way to play and extend the career. You can text us, 780-496-0063. Cracker Jack's back in. He says, then Klim got money hungry and might never get a cup because of it. Do you think they could have got him signed at a mil- like at 1.25, one and a half? Is he signed instead of two? Oh, man. I don't know. I, I tend to agree with that listener's perspective. Do you? He took the money. Uh, Jimbo says, Costin's a real big loss for the Oilers. Tough player who scored some really big goals. Game six in L.A., he scored twice. He, you know, he, he, he certainly contributed. I don't think there was any question about that. Uh, you can text us, 780-496-0063. I said on the day of the trade, it was a dumb trade. Costin had scoring touch and physicality. Well, he was attractive enough that the Detroit Red Wings took Yamamoto and bought him out. Don't forget that. The Oilers had to give up an asset to get Detroit to do that. That like they weren't taking Fogel and in Yamamoto. They, that's not they wanted Costin. That was the guy they felt they needed. All right, here's what we got coming up. Uh, you can I'm going to tell you right now. Louis would love to talk about this topic, Brendan. So Louis DeBras coming up for GCL Diesel. Brendan Escott is going to guide you home in the back hour of the second hour of Oilers now for World of Spas, and he'll have Louis DeBrusk along with Kurt Hill and Reed Wilkins. Uh, Jeff Walker here as well. In the meantime, in the between time, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.